Amen. You can be seated. So we're in the middle of a sermon series called My Last Sermon. It's got a cool little S at the end of it, you know, like sermons. But, 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 and this is, look, this is it. The whole summer we're doing this. If you had a limited number, what? If you had a limited number of days that you knew that you had on this earth, right? What would you say? What would you say to people? What, what, literally, what would you do if your time was limited? And so when I, when I was, when we talked about this, I went to Mark. I went to the book of Mark. one, One thing I love about the book of Mark is that it is in chronological order. It's the, of all the books, it's the one that's most chronological, right? So it's really solid to me that we can get into the Word and, like, see what went down in Jesus' life. And Mark was, like, real, like, just to the point, you know? It's like, hey, man, this is what went down. This is how it is. And, and we, we, we got into, into uh, a, a few weeks ago, we looked at Mark 4. And at the end of Mark 4, Jesus was... Uh, he got with his disciples. You see, and he was over on what I, what I call their side of town, you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like on their side of the tracks. And Jesus said, hey, y'all, man, let's, let's get in this boat and let's, like, run over across the Sea of Galilee. We're going to go to the other side of the tracks. So they go over there, and on the way, there's, like, this terrible storm. And they tripped out. And then the Word said that Jesus was, like, he had a cushion, He's like laid up on the boat, you know, taking a little power nap. Then the disciples, who were fishermen, a lot of them, by the way, so it wasn't their first rodeo of a, a, for a storm. Well, see, they, they like, they tripped out. And they said, who is this? Who is this? And the reason they said that was because they were like, Jesus, dude, dude, get up, Jesus, get up, Jesus. You, don't you see the storm? And Jesus was like, man, I got my power nap. I got my sweet little pillow over here. Y'all need to chill out. And he was like, get up, Jesus, get up, Jesus. And Jesus was like, hold up. And he was like, and Jesus stood up and goes, and he rebuked the waves. And he calmed the storm. And they said, who is this guy that even the waves and the wind he has authority over? And who is this? And we looked at, who is this? What happens when we authentically ask, who is this? And what can happen when we ask that question? And then last week, we, 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 the very next, obviously, from there, it goes into Mark 5. Well, what that is, is when they got to the other side. Okay, y'all, y'all like hang, hang with me on here. So, right, so they get over to the other side of the lake. They probably didn't want to go there anyway. But then they got jacked with this massive, crazy storm, and Jesus chilling on a pillow, and they're probably, you know, kind of bummed. And they get across there, like, whew. They probably, I'd have been like, wow, dude, I'm cashed out. But what happens is, then this crazy dude who is demon-possessed runs up to him. Like, that's the first person that greeted him. I like, appreciate the vacay there, Jesus, you know what I mean? But that's what happened. And, and last week, what we looked at, Jesus, so when this guy ran up, he was like, he asked, he asked this question. What do you want with me, Jesus. What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? That was his question. And Jesus, he, he healed the guy. So 
And I know demons can kind of trip people out, and I shared with you last week that I have personally seen a couple of times in my life the, the, the reality of demons. Not in me, but I've seen it. And it became unbelievably real to me, this story. Because see, y'all, this story that I'm about to share with you today radically, radically changed my life. Changed my life, man. And I, I just want to share it with you today. And what happened was, when he gets across there, and let's go. So, so Jesus gets, once they land on the other side, the word says that this guy, who, when, when they healed him, he sends, the, he sends the pigs, or sends the demons into the pigs, right? And the pigs run off the bank and die. Well, if they were on the Jewish side of the, of the Sea of Galilee, They'd have been like, dude, you killed all those pigs. That's solid. They're unclean anyway. That's awesome. But that ain't what happened. They were on the Gentile side. Well, what a Gentile, what do they eat? I don't know about you, but I love a good piece of pork. I'm not much on chitlins, but uh, look, sweet daddy right over here. I jam on some sweet daddy barbecue. I love it. Well, look, the same thing went down with them, Right? They were like, they were ticked off. And it says when they ran up, like they, as they ran up, the dude was sitting there and it says he was dressed and in his right mind. A guy that, that society deemed as worthless, completely jacked up. Kind of like I feel like I was, honestly. A guy that they were like, man, peace. Look, get out of here. Like that dude was sitting there dressed and in his right mind. And then you know what it said? You know what it said? This tripped me out. They were afraid. They were afraid. Look, we, what, what we looked at last week when we, when we looked at that question is that Jesus, listen, he's got authority over the darkness in your life, number one. And number two, when, he, when, when, when you say, what do you want with me, Jesus? What do you want, Jesus? What do you want? You know what his answer is? You. You. Oh, but I'm not, oh, Lord, oh, I was jacked up, man. I was like, had these demons, man. I was thinking all these stupid, I had these crazy thoughts. I did this person that way and this person. Hey, yo, 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 yo. You. But I don't know. You. That's what we looked at last week. And today, we're going to continue from that. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Mark 5, and we're going to look at 17 through 20, okay? Then the people, and listen, by the way, the ver- in Luke, it says all the people, right? So then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. And as Jesus was getting into the boat, The man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. But Jesus didn't let him. And he said, go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he's had mercy on you. So the man went away. He went. Into the Decapolis. The the, the Decapolis, whenever you read that, by the way, that's the area, right, the Gentile region of ten cities. Right, right there, right there together, it's ten, 10 cities. It says he went into the Decapolis and began to tell how much Jesus had done for him. And the people were amazed. 
That's what he did. So listen, really, y'all, just hang with me for a minute, okay? So they're in the Decapolis, or they, they get across, and they're met by that dude, right? And then the people see that he's healed, and it says they were scared. And then the guy runs up, and he's like, uh, can I go? Hey, uh, yeah. can I go? I'm going to go with you, Jesus. I want to go with you. So it's, it's what he said. It's real simple. It's just, I want to go with you. And see, these people, they were scared. They were scared. You know why they were scared? Jesus had taken somebody that was completely jacked up, y'all. Completely jacked up. I mean, like, how many, any of y'all know anybody demon-possessed? Anybody? Anybody got demons in them right now? <laughs> uh, Lord, thought that was funnier. But, <laughs> no, but literally, let, let's think about this. So I want to ask you, I want to ask each of you, I'm a guy of pictures. I love pictures. And so when I, I think everything that I do is through pictures, right? It's just the way my mind works. And so when I, when I read this story, I have to put myself there. And I, I love to think of the details because, see, so many times we can read through this and we, don't, we, we just breeze over a lot of the things, such as, can I go with you? Up. You go home to your family. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, Jesus. What, like, can I go with you? But see, the people were scared, right, because he had taken, Jesus had healed this guy. But here, here's what's crazy. They were more scared of a demon-possessed dude. Think about that. They were scared of a demon-possessed dude, right? But they were actually more scared of Jesus than they were the demon. They were more scared of Jesus. So see this guy, right? So this dude who Jesus heals, he runs up. And, and, and look, can't you see him, y'all? Can't you picture like, so here's the sea, right? Here's the sea right here. Here's the bank that they're on. And then it says all the people ran. They ran, they ran to, to be like, get Jesus out of here. And that dude goes up, and the word says he begged. When we read it, we just kind of, you know, like he walked up, it's like, eh. But no, man, he's like, Jesus, can I go? Can I go, man? Jesus, please, let me go with you, man. Let me go with you. You see this? I just want to go with you. And see, here's the deal. That was his safe place, wasn't it? That was the obvious path. That was the obvious path. It made perfect sense. You had all these dudes that were like, Probably, I mean, based on what we read, they weren't his best friends. And like, he's sitting there going, can I go with you? And I, and I picture him sitting there looking at Jesus. And Jesus sitting over here looking at him. He steps in the boat. He, he sails away with the disciples. And see, as this guy's sitting here, I know he's sitting there going, man, the disciples do it. I'm going to go with y'all, and it's going to be on, man, because y'all like are with Jesus. Y'all got all this knowledge, and I'm going to go with y'all because, see, that just makes sense, right? You're not going to leave me here with these dudes. I'm going to go with y'all because, it, look, that's the obvious place to go. That's it. That's, that's the obvious place. And because I'm with y'all, man, I'm going to add to your army. It's going to be awesome, right? You picture how he was feeling? And then Jesus said, 
No. You go back. And I don't know about you, but what's been in my head all week is what this must have been like when he turned around to face those people. What do you think he thought in that turn? Because I, when my kids were young, I used to drive off. I'd go to work, and, and I, they would stand at the window. Don't leave, Daddy. Don't leave. Please don't leave. Please don't leave. And I'd have to put the car in reverse, and I'd back out. And I so vividly remember this. As they turned and they walked like that. And I, see, I've thought about that. God's reminded me of that this week because I think that's what he did. See, I think that's what happened to him because that was the safe place. That's where he knew, he knew it. He knew it. He's like, man, this is going to be awesome. I'm going with Jesus. We're going to cross the lake. We're going to dominate. I'm going to know everything I need to know because the disciples are right here and like they've been in the know for a long time and this is going to be awesome. But no, 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 that's not what happened. He had to do this. What do you think those people's faces look like? You think they were saying things about him? You think they were like, you know? Seriously. I do. And I can't quit thinking about what he felt. Because see, it was the obvious path. And my question to you today is, have any of you been told no by God? Is the obvious path not happening? Is it? I mean, you're like, man, that's it. This has got to be it. So like, uh, let's roll. But you're swimming upstream. And the obvious path has been, taking, has been taken from you. It's, it's just not happening. Well, this is the path God wants me to go down. It's so obvious. Listen, sometimes God sends you on the not-so-obvious path, even when the path ahead looks so clear. It looks so clear. And see, when you follow Jesus, when he takes you to the not-so-obvious places and you don't understand when other people don't understand... He sends you, listen, he sends you, he sends me. Even though we don't understand it, he sends us right where we need to be because he knows us. And he sends you where we need to be. It doesn't matter how obvious it is. He knows us. And see, when we do that, when we're like, okay, cool, I'll trust you, let's roll. Let me tell you something. When that happens, you need to get ready. You need to get ready. And I tell people this all the time. And you know what I hear? Well, but, uh, I mean, Chris, I mean, you're like a professional prayer. Like, you you know, like, whatever. See, so many of us feel like God would never use us. Whether it's your brokenness, we just feel unworthy. And I say this because I, I literally lived this. And I can promise you this, I will never get up here and say anything to you that I haven't experienced when I share things like that. I've lived the pain of going, oh man, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. But see, 
Think about Isaiah. Isaiah just said, here am I. Here am I. Oh, but I'm not worthy. Oh, man, I've done all these bad things in my life. Oh, this person to me. Here am I. Here am I. Well, but God, I don't have the knowledge, God. I just don't know enough about the Here am I. And when you say, here am I, God takes the here am I and creates miracles. He takes the here am I, and according to Ephesians 3.20, says God is able to do more than you ever ask or imagine. And I don't know about you, and I say this all the time, and y'all are probably sick of me, but I've got a massive imagination. And when I hear that my God is bigger than anything ever I could ever ask or imagine, and in, in my life, that's what he wants to do, man, he just wants me to say, here am I. But we're so scared to go there, aren't we? I mean, if we're just honest with ourselves, aren't we scared to go there? God takes the here am I. Wow. I see these people, and I see the things that are going on in their life, and I envy that so many times, but yet what I've come to know is that, you know what they did? Here am I. That's what they did. Here am I. Here am I. Because God takes immeasurably more than you could ever ask or imagine. That, that's what he does. And he does it. With here am I. Can I go? Can I go? No. Mm-mm. Okay, Lord. But I'll trust you. And here am I. Open your Bibles up to Let's go back to that scripture. Where does it say? It says, then the man began to plead, or then the people pleaded with him as he was getting in the boat. He begged to go, right? Jesus, can I go with you? What's he say? Now, you go, to, go home to your family. Go home to your family and tell them what I've done for you. Go home to your family and tell them what I've done for you. Tell them the grace and the mercy I've had on you. I was blown away by that. I want you to know, I want, to know, I want you to know that, that I was totally tripped out by that because here's why. You go home, you go back to your family. I, I, I want to go down the obvious path, but no, 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 I hear no, and it's like, all right, look, you go back to your family, and you just, you just tell them what I did for you. Well, but I don't have enough knowledge, God. I don't have enough biblical. Hey, no, 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 I didn't ask you that. I said go back and tell them that you were this way before you met me and that you were this way after you met me. Well, hold up, Lord. Like, it's got to be more to it than that. It's got to be more to it. Like, man, there's a whole Bible there. I got to go, I got to go, man, I got to do like, go hide out, and I got to go to seminary, and I got to learn this Bible inside out. Well, hold Jesus is going, I just asked you to go tell them you were this way before you met me and this way after. And why don't you start with your family, by the way? See, that's what he said, Right? 
And that guy went. It's the word that says right there that he went. Well, he went, right? He went. Like, that is so easy to pass. Well, he went. Well, we don't think about where his mind was and how hard it was that he actually turned around and went and started telling those people what Jesus had done for him because I can promise you this, the first person he told was probably like, dude, you are certified crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what is going on with you? I promise you. I tell you this, when I accepted Christ, I lost a bunch of my buddies. They thought I was crazy. I'm talking about crazy. One of my buddies called me Jesus Freak, and he would laugh at me all the time. It was pretty, pretty funny. Until 10 years later, he got divorced and his life was wrecked, and he called me. And he said, man, you remember that Jesus thing you were talking about? Yeah. I just fell down. My wife's leaving me. I lost everything, lost my money. But I just went in my backyard and cried out to this God you were talking about. I can't explain what just happened to me, Chris. What was it? What was it? What was it? I said, here am I. That's what he did. That's what I would have said. But I told him what it was. You see, and, then, and look, I'm gonna, here we go. We're about, to, we're about to sum this up. It says that the people were amazed right there. Y'all see that last? That the people were amazed. So that's a pretty cool way to end the story, isn't it? pretty awesome hey man you go tell all these people what i did for you and he did and they were amazed sweet right but that's not the end that's not the end that's actually if you have your bibles i want you to turn turn to chapter seven You know, I love this. You know, I'm thinking about what that guy said. Why, you know, he was, that he was, I'm sure he was, as we all do, go, why, 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 why? You know, we're always asking why, 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 why? And there's a, we're going to digress here for a minute, but there is a new Chris Stapleton album out, and he sings this song called Broken Halos. And this is what he says. Seen my share of broken halos, folded wings that used to fly. They've all gone wherever they go. Broken halos that used to shine. Listen, don't go looking for the reasons. Don't go asking Jesus why. We're not meant to know the answers. They belong to the by and by. And see, there's those times in it that we're, we're, we're rocking along and everything's like awesome. And then God sends us down a path and we're like, why, 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 what's going on, whatever. Or, then, or that we know in our gut we're supposed to do something. And it, why, Lord, why, why, why? I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I do that. And see, you know what I do? Is, and I think I, I know what we do. We let our brokenness keep us from Jesus. We let our brokenness keep us from unseen blessings. We let our brokenness keep us from our destiny. Our destiny. And we let our brokenness keep us from immeasurably more. And see, God is calling on you. He's calling on me. And you know what he's saying? He just wants you to say, here am I. Man, you know, when I think about the Lord that parted the Red Sea, the God that raised the man from the dead, the God that fill in the blank, all the miracles he did, that that God is calling on you, and he is calling on me. And all he wants us to say is, here am I, and I'll do more. 
You see, we say I'm not worthy, but God says, therefore, anyone who's in Christ is a new creation. The old, check this out, the old's gone. The old's gone. The new has come. And then we say, oh, I can't overcome temptation, God. I can't overcome temptation. But God says, because my son's been tempted, he gets it. He's been where you are. You can find your strength in him. And then we're like, oh, Lord, I keep on sinning. I keep on sinning. I keep on sinning. And God says, morning by morning, new mercies you'll see. And I'm your strength to help you stop doing that. And then we say, oh, how can God love me? How can God love me? I'm so how can God love me? And you know what he says? He created your inmost being. He knit you together in your mother's womb. Now, I don't know about you, but my grandmother used to knit. And I'd look at her and I'd be like, what? You've been sitting there like 12 years and you ain't even gotten but that much done. What are you doing? Because she would sit there for days and hours and hours. And she would just, you know, take the little yarn. You know, but she, she paid such intricate detail. I mean, she paid, the attention to detail was unbelievable to me. And then, like, I'd see this thing hanging there, and then she'd be like, and it'd be this awesome blanket. I mean, let me hold on to that, you know. But the, the attention to detail, well, that's, God knit you together. He knit me together. So if we look at Mark, if we look at, at chapter 7, and we go to verse 31, it says this. So, all right, so listen, check this out. It says this. Then Jesus left the, the, the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon. All right, so Jesus is like traveling around. He's doing his preaching, talking to all the people on his side of the tracks, right, on our side of the tracks. And then all of a sudden it says this. He went down the Sea of Galilee and into the region of the, of the, of the Decapolis. There, some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly speak, and they, what's the next word? Begged. They begged him to place his hand on them. And if you keep reading and you go to verse 8, it says Jesus fed 4,000 men there. 4,000 men. Now, I don't know about you, but explain that to me. How do you go from all the people, according to Luke, running him out of town to then he goes back over there and people pile in by the thousands to hear what he has to say? Please explain that to me. Well, I can tell you how. I can tell you how. Because God does immeasurably more than you can ever ask or imagine. And he sent a broken dude that didn't think he was worthless, a broken dude who was probably no telling what was going through his head, and he didn't tell him to go to seminary, although we go, and that's awesome. He didn't tell him to learn the Bible inside and out. You know what he said? Go. Tell him you were this way before you met me and this way after. And all he did is was like, okay. And he went, and thousands pour in to hear what Jesus said. That, that's immeasurably more. That is immeasurably more. And yet, we make it so difficult. We think we have to know all these things. I am, I'm telling you, I'm so guilty of this. Well, I need to know the whole Psalm 23 or, you know, what if they ask me about it? You know, got to be able to recite. What, dude, man, the more you know about that Bible, the closer you're going to be with God. I can promise you that. But what God's asking you to do is tell your story. And allow him to do immeasurably more than you could ever ask or imagine. Because that's, that's what we're seeing right here. 
I was this way before, and I was this way after. (laughs) I can't get over the fact that he did that. I can't. I'm blown away by it. And I'm thinking about y'all getting ready to go on this, on this mission trip for, for you guys and our Honduras team. And those of us that are literally going to be at lunch today, and we're, or we got a friend of ours that we know is broken and is hurting. And I think about how we just, we're so scared to say anything. But he just wants you to tell your story. Because, see, he's going to put the people in your path. When you say, here am I. God's like, all right, it's on now. All right, that dude's going to do right. Here's a here am I. So I'm going to let the, you, you, he's going to bump into you, she's going to bump into you, and then you're going to do this, and then you're going to do that, because he does more. So as I think about this, as I close this up, as I think about the sermon series, and what, what, what would I say I'd say this. God's calling you and he's waiting on you to say, here am I. Okay? But here's the deal. There's some of you here today that don't, you don't know Jesus in the way that I'm talking about. You've never actually said, Lord, I, I'm so broken and I need you. But he's calling you and you can't run from it. You can't do it. And at some point, you're going to have the option to say, here am I, or peace out. And I'm telling you that when you say, here am I, God does immeasurably more than you can ever ask or imagine. What are you going to do with that today? What are you going to do with that? Is he tapping on your shoulder? Is he whispering to you? Because if, if he is, He's ready to do more. God takes the here am I and creates miracles. The second thing is, please don't let your brokenness, don't let your fear, don't let your emotions keep you from experiencing more. God takes the here am I and does more. And then last thing is this. I love this verse. It's 1 Corinthians 2.9. And you know it's often misquoted because a lot of people think this is talking about heaven. This is talking about the, the, the translation is here. Here on earth. It says no eye is seen. No ear is heard. No mind can even comprehend what God has in store for those who love him. You can't even imagine. Your brain, your imagination cannot go as far as what God can do with the here am I. And that's what he's calling you to today. How does that feel to know that? That the God of the universe is calling on you. It doesn't matter about your emotions or how you feel. He's calling on you.
And when he sees you, he sees the righteousness. He sees the goodness of Jesus. He's just waiting on you to say, here am I. Father, as we come before you now, God, our heart is for those that, Lord, for those that hear you whispering to them, for those that feel you calling them, my, my prayer, God, is that they would say, here am I. That they would say, here am I. Lord, speak to us. Convict us. Because a life without you, God, is just, it's painful. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.